Amen, amen, and amen. Again, I am Apostle Khadija Vidal, founder of DODM Worldwide Ministries, United States of America. Today is June the 21st, Father's Day. And I celebrate every father all over the world. Every uncle, every big brother, every man, every stepdad, every man of God who has ever stepped in to teach our young men how to be the men of God that God has called them to be. And every father figure who has taken the time to give our young ladies the affirmation of a father. Thank you. May God bless your homes and everything that you put your hands to be a great success as it lines up with the word of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. This is my disclaimer and I want to put it out there from the very beginning. I want you to get your Bible, paper, and a pen. Because I want you to be like the Bereans in the Apostle Paul's day, in Acts 17 and 11. I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you into all truths. Because what they did was, after Apostle Paul spoke the word of God, his revealed truth that God gave him, they went back and they did what 2 Timothy 2 and 15 said. They studied to show themselves approved. Workmen needing not be ashamed as they rightly divided the word of God. We need to know God for ourselves. We need to know our covenant-keeping, covenant-making God for ourselves. And in order to do that, we have to study ourselves line by line and precept by precept. So when you write the scriptures down, I call it connecting the dots. Because we often read the Bible like it's a novel. When in actuality, what it is, is a historical document that covers generations of history on how God dealt with his people. So in order to understand and get to know this covenant-keeping, covenant-making God that we serve, we have to connect the scriptures. So what I want you to do is go with me to Judges chapter 13 because the word of God gives us many fathers that we could 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 follow their instructions on how they train their children but I want to take two out of that out of the Bible today and one of them is in Judges 13 a man named Manoah Manoah was the father of Samson And when the angel of God appeared to his wife to tell her that she would bear a son and gave her instructions on how to raise that son, she went to her husband and she explained to him what the angel of God said to her. And he petitioned God. He fell on his face with his face to the ground and said, Father, please send this person back. Please send this angel back for we need instructions on how to raise this gift that you have given us. Now, if our children came with a set of instructions, how wonderful that would be. But we're finding out as parents that each child has a different temperament. Each child, we have to deal with them differently. We cannot deal with our children the same way across the board. 
And the word of God tells us in Proverbs 22 and 6 that we are to train a child in the way that they should go so that when they grow old, they shall not depart from it. And then Proverbs 13, I think it's 13 and 6, tells us to spare the rod and spoil the child. Now, when we read that scripture, oftentimes we believe that it means to give our child a good old-fashioned spanking. And sometimes that is what is required. But I wanted to take it a little bit further than that because as our children grow up and they are grown men and women now, we're we're not still taking the rod to them. We're not still spanking them to correct them. But what we do as parents, because when they grow older, our role as parents, father, your role as daddy, father, does not change because they're older now. What does change is the way that we hold them accountable. Because now we have to hold them accountable to the things that we gave them and taught them during the time that we were raising them. Because they have to be prepared to be husbands and wives. And so these instructions come if they were children. So we have to hold them accountable and remind them of these things. Because we as believers, our Heavenly Father holds us accountable. Uh, We need a lifetime of accountability because we don't always get it right. That is the same case with our children, Father. They need a lifetime of accountability. It even tells us in the Word in Hebrews 12 and 6 that our Heavenly Father disciplines those He loves. So that scripture would read, He who spares accountability hates his child, but he who loves his child carefully disciplines them because we need the rod of correction we need the rod of accountability in our lives because we're in this earthen body we're not going to always get it right even we as parents don't always get it right but we are so thankful that we serve a covenant-keeping, covenant-making God that has left a book of instructions on how to live our lives. And so, therefore, fathers, I encourage you today to do as Manoah did, because in Judges chapter 14 and verse 3, it also said that when Samson saw a woman of the world that he sought to marry, His father held him accountable. He said to him, is there not a woman among our people that you can marry? Now, I want to also share with you this, that even though we train them, even though we instruct them in the ways of God, even though we hold them accountable for the things that should be done correctly, that does not mean that our children will always follow our instructions. The example we have of that is the prodigal son. He wanted all that belonged to him right then and there. And he did not listen to the things that his father taught him. But when he found himself in the pit, when he came to himself, when you train your children, Father, and you hold them accountable, they will at some point come to themselves and realize 
is it not better in my father's house? Was it not better when my father instructed me? And they will find their way back to you. So I simply encourage you today to be the father that God has called you to be. To don't spare the rod of accountability when it comes to our children. Because as the word said, when they grow old, they will not depart from it. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Now, at the beginning of this podcast, I said that I wanted to thank the stepfathers, you know, the uncles, the big brothers, the father figures that also stepped in to help us raise our children. And there is no situation that occurs here on earth that can't be found in the word of God. So we have examples of stepfathers. So the one that I want to use is the is Joseph, the father of of Yeshua. It's found in Matthew's chapter 1 and Matthew's chapter 2. He stepped in as protector, as a trainer, as a father to Yeshua here on earth. And he started his assignment as stepfather, as protector of Jesus before Jesus was born. When he took the blemished bride Mary as his wife, Because it was customary in ancient times that if a woman was found to be defiled, defiled because of choice, she was stoned to death. So by following the instructions of the angels, what in essence Joseph was doing was taking a risk of his own life by saying that he was willing to pay the price for a blemished bride and that price was death. And even after Yeshua was born, when the angel appeared to Joseph again and instructed him that they needed to, he needed to move the family to Egypt because Herod was seeking to kill the child, Joseph uprooted everything. He moved his practice because he was a carpenter by trade. His family, he moved everything because God said so. And it says that he did exactly what the angels instructed him to do. But his protection just didn't stop there. It continued on and on and on because then while he was in Egypt, an angel appeared to him again and said that it was time for him to return back to Nazareth. And he picked up his family in obedience to God and he moved again. And in Matthew's chapter 2 and verse 41 to 46, we see that Jesus wandered off. They had gone to Jerusalem for this festival and they were on their way back home and they had traveled a whole day's journey before they realized that Jesus wasn't with them. And once again, Joseph never leaving Mary's side, went and looked for Jesus, looked and searched for him for a whole day before he found him in the temple of the Most High God. 
What an excellent example of what a stepfather does. He steps in. He says, I am willing to be the father that is not present. I am willing to take on the responsibility of raising and molding this child, pressing him toward the destination that God has called for him. I'm willing to speak life and not death into his situation. I'm willing to, to feed, clothe, and, 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 and send him to school. I'm willing to do all these things by the grace of God. What an example of our Heavenly Father that is. Because we're adopted into the kingdom family. God engrafted us into the vine. And he told us that we can come to him, that we can cast our cares upon him. That he is concerned about the things that pertain to us. That he will supply all of our needs. He would be our Jehovah Jireh. He would be our Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals us from every sickness and disease. And that he would never leave nor forsake us. So on this Father's Day, I encourage every father. Every stepfather, every father figure, whether it's uncle, big brother, whoever, that has stepped into this role, this role of protector, this role of nurturer, I applaud you today. I applaud you in every way. And we, as the women of this world, Thank you. Thank you for being what God has said our children need. Because we as women cannot teach our sons how to be men. We as women cannot give our daughters the affirmation that is needed from a father. To prevent them from looking for love in all the wrong places. To to falling in love and thinking that everyone that tells him, every man that tells him that he loves us, that he does. So if you are an absentee father, we ask that you step up to the plate. Because right now the world is full of angry young men who need fatherly examples on how to be real men. So we beseech you, we pray for you. We undergird you. We are at your back. For you are the head and we are submitted to you. As you follow Christ, we will follow you. That is the order of things. We know that as women. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for every father. We thank you, Lord God, that you give them the mind of Christ. That they understand that they have an important role in our lives, in the lives of our children, in the training of our children, so that they will go the way that you have called them to be, that they will walk the path of righteousness, God. Let our men be the beacon of light that leads us to you. We will follow them, O God, as they follow you. We thank you in advance, God for changing mindsets, for 
having them focus on the call of the, the pressing them toward the call of the high calling, which is you. As we train our children in the way they should grow, that when they grow old, oh God, they will not depart from you. I thank you for listening today. And I also want to take this opportunity to say that if you don't know this God that we talk about and you want to know him, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, against you and you alone have I sinned. I want to know you, God. I want you in my life. I want you to shine your light into my life so that I can be the man or the woman of God that you have called me to be. That I can be the salt of the earth. I accept Jesus as my personal Savior. I know that he came, he was crucified, died, and buried for my sins. And it's because the work that he did at the cross, my sins are forgiven. So I repent today. And I come running to you, a holy God, that can do anything but fail. So lead me, God. And I surrender to you my life so that I can live for you and die to myself. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, if you have prayed this prayer, I ask that you give Apostle Muhammad a call. He will further explain to you those words that you just prayed. He will also direct you to a word teaching church that will help you continue your walk toward understanding and knowing a God that can do anything but fail. Again, I'm Apostle Khadijah Vidal. DODM Worldwide Ministries from the United States of America. I love you with the love of Christ. There is nothing that you can do about it. And you have a God-fantastic rest of your week. Amen.